Did you know that there are six pillars to building a six-figure or multi-six-figure wedding business without working all the time? And if you're not booking enough of your ideal clients, if you're not making the money you want to make, if you're working crazy hours and heading toward burnout, that means you haven't mastered all six of these pillars. When you master them, you're able to make the money you want, working with the clients you want, working only as much as you want. Want to know how to do that? Yeah, I thought so. And that is why I created a free audio training for you to walk you through the six pillars in detail, the three big mistakes wedding pros make with them. You'll get to take an audit to see exactly what your score is for each pillar, and I'll share how you can improve your score once you know where you stand. You can grab this free private podcast over at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash six pillars. That's evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash the number six, P-I-L-L-A-R-S go grab it right now. You'll thank me later and see where you stand and how you can improve your score with these six pillars. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business podcast. Episode number 181. Is your marketing ready for engagement season? Let's find out. In a world where wedding professionals are struggling to market and grow their businesses. One podcast brings together top experts and actionable strategies to help you build the wedding business of your dreams. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. Here is your host, Heidi Thompson. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. If we haven't met yet, hello, and happy early Thanksgiving if you are in the U.S. And I am Heidi Thompson. I help wedding professionals create six-figure businesses working with their ideal clients so they can stop living paycheck to paycheck. And today I want to talk to you about making sure that your marketing and really everything in your business is ready for engagement season. Because this may be a weird ass year, but engagement season is still right around the corner. And I want to make sure that your marketing is ready for those newly engaged couples. It's pretty crazy to me, but 40% of all engagements occur between November and Valentine's Day. The bulk of those really fall between Christmas and Valentine's Day. And according to Wedding Wire, Christmas Day actually tops the most popular days to get engaged, followed by Valentine's Day. I actually would have thought it would have been the other way around. But then we also have Christmas Eve in there, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. There are a whole lot of opportunities for people to get engaged. And that means they're going to be excitedly researching their wedding vendors and dreaming about what their wedding is going to look like. About half of all couples start wedding planning within a month of getting engaged. And that planning is happening from their phones in large part. And 56 of couples, 56% rather of couples, be weird if it was only 56 couples, 56% of couples 
only consider booking vendors they can find on social media. You showing up with your marketing isn't just a way to bring them to you. It's also a way for them to vet you, to make sure that, you know, you can be trusted. So this is the time when your marketing should absolutely be on point so you can attract those ideal clients. Engagement season every year presents a huge opportunity for your business. And the way that you capitalize on it really determines how well you're going to do largely over the next year. So I want you to imagine for a moment that engagement season is like one of those cash blowing booths you see at trade shows and the money's flying all around you. You've got ones, fives, tens, twenties, fifties, and hundreds blowing all around you. And you have to figure out how to grab as much as possible with the limited time that you have in that money booth. So what do you do? Well, if you're like most people and like most wedding professionals, you start grabbing aimlessly at any scrap of paper you can get your hands on. This is where smart wedding professionals really differ. They go into it with a plan. They grab $100 bills strategically without wasting time frantically chasing $1 bills. You can work extremely hard at grabbing $1 bills all day, but it's not going to get you very far. Hard work is, you know, not the main ingredient of running a successful business. And I want to help you work smarter instead of just working hard for the sake of working hard. So how do you actually work smarter when it comes to getting your marketing ready for engagement season? Well, first, you have to know where you stand. You can't make a plan to move forward without knowing where you are right now. This is really important. And actually, we have a planning for 2021 workshop coming up in the Wedding Business Collective. And I always start these planning workshops by asking the attendees questions that help them reflect on the past year and where they are now. Because you can't plan for anything or strategize for anything if you don't know where you are now, if you don't know the mistakes you've made in the past, so you don't, you know, repeat them over and over and over again. So with that, I have some questions that I want you to have a think about. You don't have to like write these down and write answers down to them or anything. I just want you to think about these questions and I want you to consider are these things that you have in place? Are these things that you are going to be putting in place? Or are these things that you literally haven't even thought of and you were just going to kind of go into marketing this engagement season in that more sporadic sort of fashion? Because when you do that, you get significantly worse results than if you go into engagement season with a solid marketing strategy. So first off, do you have a clear goal for engagement season? And when I say a clear goal, I mean, it has to have a number attached to it that can be a specific amount of money or a specific number of bookings that you want to get out of this engagement season. Do you understand your ideal client beyond demographics? 
not just they are between 25 and 45 and they're getting married. Do you know what they value? Do you know what they care about? Do you know who they are as people? And I ask you this question because this is a fundamental part of creating a marketing plan that works. Marketing to two different people is different because you have to market to them, them personally, their psychology. Have you ever interviewed your best clients to help really hone your marketing? If not, you totally should. And I can show you how to do that. Do you know what problem they have that they want you to solve? For example, if the problem that you think you solve, if you're a wedding planner, is that my ideal client is really strapped for time and they're stressed. Okay. Are you assuming that or do you actually know that for a fact because they told you that? Because most of the time we assume these things and then we fall into this trap of creating our marketing around something that we've based on an assumption and that our potential clients don't actually care about. And I can give you a great example of this. So there is this wonderful planner and designer that I worked with and she was really struggling to attract more people to her, more of her ideal clients, and really just get anyone to, you know, inquire on her website to do anything. And it was driving her nuts. And she joined the Wedding Business Collective. We worked together on this. And I noticed that all of her marketing was around this problem of you're strapped for time, you're stressed out, we can solve that for you. Okay. Not necessarily a bad thing, but can be if it's an assumption. So what she did is she went through the process of actually talking to some of her best clients. And what she learned in the process is they weren't stressed. They weren't strapped for time. The thing they cared about is they didn't want the same cookie cutter Indian wedding that their sisters had and that their brothers had and that their cousins had that they've been to a million different times. They wanted to know that they were working with someone that could help them bring more of their personality into their wedding while also retaining their culture. Once she started marketing based on this problem that she solved, she started booking up like crazy because when you are solving a problem that your ideal client doesn't care about, why would they book you, right? When you think about it that way, it makes total sense. So you have to make sure that you are proposing a solution to a problem that they actually have, that they actually care about, and that they actually want solved. Have you analyzed who your competitors are targeting so that you can stand out from them? Now, most of the time when people look at their competitors, they look to try to compare themselves. But what I encourage people to do is to take stock of who their competitors are targeting. Because a lot of times, your competitors aren't really your competitors. If they're going for completely different ideal clients to what you're going for. And this also helps you stand out, especially if you're in a saturated market. You don't just stand out, you know, by chance. 
You don't stand out just by mistake one day. That's a very calculated strategic decision that you are going to stand out in this way because you've looked at your market, you know no one else is doing it this way, and it's going to help people flock to you. On the same token, have you analyzed how and where your competitors are marketing? When I take wedding professionals through this, and these are all parts of creating an overwhelmed squashing marketing plan, which we cover in depth in the Wedding Business Collective, and it gets people amazing results. We really have to look at things as sort of an investigator, as a detective. And so you want to look at how and where your competitors are marketing, because if they are your true competitors, if they're going after the same ideal client, maybe they aren't making use of SEO. Maybe they aren't making use of Pinterest. Maybe they're just really super focused on Instagram. And so maybe as a result, you decide to yes to Instagram because it's working for you too. But you go for these places that they aren't even showing up. So it's just you, you get to stand out. Okay, have you positioned yourself as the go to person for someone specific? Who are you the go to person for? Who do you want to be the go to person for? For example, I am the go-to officiant in Chicago for non-religious couples who want very personalized ceremonies. Cool. That helps you stand out. One of the biggest struggles in marketing any sort of wedding business is standing out because to our customers, we often all look the same. So then it becomes an issue of price because why wouldn't it be? If you had a bunch of things that are essentially the same and nothing really differentiates them from one another, wouldn't you want to just go with the lowest price if you're getting what you perceive to be the same experience? You probably do this with some things in your life. I know I do. All right. Is it insanely obvious what you do and who you work with when someone visits your website for the first time? I review Wedding Business Collective members' websites. I do one each month. And I can't tell you how many times I've reviewed someone's website and it isn't clear who they are, what they do, who they work with. I want this to be so freaking clear that like above the fold, so you don't even have to scroll, we create uh, customized ceremonies for couples who aren't into the whole religious thing or whatever it is for you. But it needs to be so freaking just obvious, slap you in the face, obvious. Don't assume that people will read everything on your website. Don't assume that they're going to do a bunch of research on you. Is it also insanely obvious what you do and who you work with on your other marketing channels? So on your Facebook page, on your Instagram profile, on your wedding wire profile. If not, make that change. Are you showcasing the features of what you're selling on your website or the benefits. And I can almost guarantee almost everybody listening to this is focusing on features over benefits. And this is 
such an easy shift to make and it helps your sales so much. So a feature would be 10 hours of photo coverage. The benefit of that feature is we'll capture everything from you and your partner getting ready to your dad having one too many drinks and deciding to bust out his moves on the dance floor. That is so much more compelling. That makes me want to give you my money. Are you showcasing the features, that hard, logical bullet points, or are you showcasing the benefits? Because that definitely needs to change if you want to be able to book more weddings this engagement season. Have you adjusted your messaging to speak specifically to your ideal client about the problem they want you to solve? So you find out what problem they want you to solve, then you have to adjust your messaging. So the way that you are wording things on your website, on social media, just the way you are talking about this everywhere has to really line up or they're not going to book you. Do you know how your current and previous clients have found you? If you don't, definitely, definitely, definitely get on this. I am all about doing more of what works and less of what doesn't. And you can't do that if you don't have any data, if you don't know what has worked. Do you know why your current and previous clients decided to hire you instead of someone else? This is a question I have all of the members of the Wedding Business Collective ask when they're going through this client interview process is figuring out why did you book me instead of someone else? Because they'll tell you and then you can use that in your marketing. All right. Have you decided which marketing channels that you are going to focus on this engagement season. And when I say marketing channel, that is just simply a catch-all term for a place where you're going to market. Like a wedding wire ad, a Facebook ad, Instagram, uh, SEO, anything that you are doing to get yourself found. Have you decided which of those you'll focus on this engagement season? Because my rule for people who go through the Create Your Overwhelm Squashing Marketing Plan course inside the Wedding Business Collective is you need to choose three. Choose three, and then you can have one experiment. So if you want to see what you can do with Pinterest over the next 90 days, cool, that's your experiment. And you get three other places that you are going to really focus your marketing efforts on. Because if you don't do this, you water down everything and none of it works. And on the same kind of token, you know, what marketing channels have you just determined are not worth your time, are not worth your energy, at least this engagement season? What hasn't worked for you? Because taking stock of that makes making decisions so much easier. Have you decided what you're going to do with these various marketing channels? If it's something like social media, what are you going to post? What sorts of things? How often? What types of content are you going to need? If you are working on the SEO for your website, how often are you going to plan out those topics and do the keyword research and actually sit down and write them? We get down to brass tacks. 
Do you have processes to make creating your marketing material faster and easier? And when I say marketing material, that could be Instagram captions, that could be graphics, that could be whatever it is that you need to create. Do you have a process for making that faster and easier for yourself? And if you don't, create one for yourself. You will be so much happier with your business at how little time things can take when you really create processes for them. Have you decided when you're going to sit down and create the content you need for each marketing channel? So let's say you're going to post on Instagram every day of the work week, so Monday to Friday. So let's say there's four weeks in a month, roughly. So you need 20 of those each month. When are you going to sit down and create those 20 posts? Because that needs to get scheduled into your calendar now before anything else can come in and take up that time. Are you currently managing and organizing your tasks in a way that makes them easy to execute? Do you feel scattered and pulled all over the place with the way that you are managing your tasks? Because if you are, then good news, friend, there are solutions to that. That is why within the Wedding Business Collective, we have a course called Planning Your Work. And it goes through, you know, taking these big goals you have for the year and breaking things down into projects and tasks so that you know what you are going to take action on throughout the day, every day. Because if you're not managing and organizing your tasks in a way that makes it easier for you to work, you're losing a lot of time to that. And I don't want that for you. That sucks. That's a horrible, horrible feeling. So that is inside the Wedding Business Collective. Do you have a CEO date in place with yourself on a weekly basis? And do you conduct a monthly review? If you don't, get one scheduled for yourself. And finally, have you decided on which KPIs KPIs just means key performance indicators, the thing that you are going to track, the metric you're going to measure in order to let you know how you're doing in reaching your goals. So have you decided which of those KPIs you'll measure and how often you'll measure them? So maybe that's clicks to your website from each marketing channel or the number of inquiries from each marketing channel, the number of meetings that you actually have with potential clients, the number of sales. These can all be key performance indicators and your KPIs really depend on what it is you're working on, what it is you're trying to accomplish. Granted for engagement season, we're all obviously trying to get inquiries and bookings, but you know, if you're working on something like, your SEO, then your KPIs are going to be different. There are going to be other KPIs like how are you ranking for certain keywords that you have targeted. So it really does depend on what it is that you're working on. So as you can see, there is quite a bit that goes into this. And I find, you know, time and time again, I've been working with wedding professionals with this sort of thing for over eight years now, most wedding professionals don't have a plan. They don't have a strategy. 
And they don't have it because they don't know how to create it. And that is why I have created so many of the courses that I've created inside the Wedding Business Collective, because that's unacceptable if you are going to run a successful business. You have to learn how to do these things so that you can make things easier for yourself, which, yeah, we definitely want that. But also so you can find success with your marketing. So you don't just feel like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall to find that nothing sticks. So I want to invite you to join me in the Wedding Business Collective. You can go to the weddingbusinesscollective.com. You can sign up for a free 10-day trial and get started. And within that, you are going to be able to complete your entire marketing plan and you can actually submit it to me so I can give you feedback on it and make sure that you haven't missed anything. You're going to learn how to plan your work in our Planning Your Work course. We have a lot of courses in there, but these are just the ones that really, really apply to where we're at in this particular season. But like I said, that Planning Your Work course is going to help you break down your tasks so that you are easily accomplishing what you need to accomplish on a daily basis. You're not stressed. You're not scattered because that is 100% a choice. You can choose to work in a way that doesn't make you feel that way. And I hope you will make that choice. Also on December 8th, like I mentioned up top, we have our planning for 2021 workshop and that's a live workshop I host, I actually host two of these each year with members of the Wedding Business Collective. So you can join us, you can plan for your next year, you can dive in and create your marketing plan so that you go into engagement season strong, standing out from the rest of your competitors. Now is definitely the time to take action because Time is of the essence. You're going to have people, you know, checking you out very, very soon. If not already, we may be in a pandemic, but it's still engagement season. You know, it's still going to happen and you are most likely going to be getting inquiries, especially since we are now starting to see an, a light at the end of the tunnel with this pandemic, with the vaccines that have been, you know, starting to release data that is really, really good and really, really exciting. Your couples are going to be anxious to hire you and work with you and have their wedding that they've been possibly waiting to have. So be sure that your marketing is on point, especially because this year we are booking people not just for, you know, this coming year. A lot of people are already largely booked up for 2021 because of rescheduling, but you're going to be booking for 2022. So the way that your marketing performs for you this engagement season is going to have an effect on your life for the next two years. So let's make sure you do it right. Head over to the weddingbusinesscollective.com. Sign up for that free trial. You are going to get so much out of it. And I can't wait to help you 
with this. This is my absolute jam. I love, love, love working with wedding professionals on this. So a very happy early Thanksgiving to you if you are in the US. And I will speak to you again very soon.